Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. Make sure you stay up to date with all of our latest episodes by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you go for your podcast needs. My name is Matt Harris, content producer here at EM360, and your host on today's episode. Now, today, I'm very excited to be joined by Gavin Mee, MD for Northern Europe at UiPath. And we're going to be talking about the benefits of automation, as well as how technology can break down barriers for disabled people. Gavin, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Matt. Great to join you. Great to have you. Uh, could you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. So I run uh, Northern Europe, which is the largest region in UiPath outside the Americas. Been with the company a little under two years, having had 25 years working in the space of enterprise IT. Brilliant. And obviously, I know, you know, you're going to be a big expert on automation. So it's going to be a great conversation that we have today. Uh, and as I understand it, UiPath, one of the main players in the RPA space, and we've seen quite a lot of movement in the industry, especially in the last few years. Could you just start by telling us a little bit about the current trends you've been noticing in automation and its benefits? Yeah, sure. So I think let's let's pause for a moment and center ourselves on what automation is, just so that everybody listening can get an equal understanding. So if you think about automation, it's really been there since the dawn of time with information technology since the first computer. A lot of that automation was very limited to a particular request or a particular application. And what RPA is, which stands for Robotic Process Automation, it's about bringing large-scale automation across the IT enterprise. And it's been one of the largest growth areas in information technology over the last four or five years. And as an organization, we've been leading the way during that time. And where we really focus on is it's about the IT, but it's about the outcomes for people. And what we really care about is unleashing the creativity of the human. And by doing that, we focus on automating high repetitive, high volume tasks in a way that then allows the human to move on to working on the creative, working on what the customer wants and what their organization works, which is the real value added activity. And the way that RPA works is that it pulls together lots of systems that would generally be managed by the human being between different systems and does it in an automated way. And what we've really seen is this technology or this capability move to a platform. Because if you think about what automation really needs, it's kind of three or four key components. The first thing it needs, it needs the ability to discover. So it needs the ability to go out and find automations, the best optimal automations that will make the best business case for the, for the business in question. And once you've done the discovery, then you've got to really be able to quickly build and quickly release automations. And there is a number of ways in which that's grown. Traditionally, it was done by the center of excellence, which are still incredibly important, and the IT organization. But actually, one of the newest trends is how do you federate our automation? How do you get it? built by what we call the citizen? How do we put the tools and the ability to build 
um, run automations in a way that is liberal, that is free to the organization, but done in a pretty governed way. And then once you've done that, you want to know the outcomes. So you want to be able to manage and you want to be able to measure what we call the return on investment. And those three areas have seen a lot of growth over the, the, the last 18 months to two years into a platform. And UiPath, as you mentioned, we're one of the lead providers. We are really the only organization that has that true end-to-end platform. But what's becoming really important is two other areas. The first is how do you ensure you involve the human? We call it human in the loop. So how do we involve the human in a call center by making them productive and then handing off the value-added tasks to them? And one of the big ways that's really seen a surge in capability is then being able to ingest AI models or artificial intelligence because data is surrounding us, each of us, every moment of our day. But how do we make sense of that? And let me give you an example. Many years ago, a few years ago, automation was used across the insurance industry and helped with the processing of insurance claims. But how do you help with the determination of an insurance claim? So you as the end consumer have gone through an unfortunate accident or you may be going through something that's a fairly distressing uh, insurance claim. How do you have that served to you very quickly so you get the determination straight away? You use AI engines and you then link that with automation in order to give either on a self-service basis or a call center basis the ability to make that determination really quickly. And that's really where automation is going. And the final point of that is something we call semantic automation. So semantic automation is where you take it the whole way because automation at its core is rules-based. But actually, how do you get the robots to start thinking for themselves so that, for example, they see an invoice or they see a document? How do they start understanding what that document is without just relying on the rules base that's been programmed into the robot? And there you use ML and use AI in order to make those determinations. And that's something in the future that we're really working towards so that we can actually just then increase the level of value that we give back to the organization, to the consumer. Oh, yeah, I think you touched on a little bit there when you sort of brought up that insurance example as well. But how can we sort of focus on automation's impact on people? And how can these automation technologies impact consumers, as well as employees and organisational culture? Yeah, so I would say phase one and wave one automation when this industry started to grow was about gaining efficiencies and about gaining cost control. And that's really important. And we have many, many customers who have seen lots of hours saved through doing that. People like in UK government, DEFRA, that have taken on thousands and thousands and thousands of automations of simple tasks like permits uh, for uh, water irrigation or for obviously the management of livestock. And that's been completed Um, using automations now rather than valuable staff. But actually, where does the value then come into the staff? It allows them to take the time to talk with the consumer, to give them the value back in particularly complicated processes. And we see that across all of the commercial world as well. So call center is a really good example. Obviously, the onset of COVID over the last two years has really driven different in the way that retailers will engage or banks will engage. And obviously, you can imagine there was huge surges 
in the need for processing online and processing through call centers. And a lot of call center staff, obviously, like all of us, were at home. And automation really helped with that. It not only takes what we call the average handling time down very, very significantly. And we're working with one major retail bank at the moment that have seen a third that's 33% reduction in its average handling time, which for a consumer is a great experience. But what about if you kick off multiple automations that then go into the background, look into the various systems that, for example, this commercial bank has and comes back with rich data that will allow you as a consumer not just to think about the call and the reason that you went to that bank at that particular time, but to make suggestions of other areas and other considerations of products or services that consumer may help receive help with and that's really where automation plays a really good role in helping out the consumer another way once again in the retail is when you think about what we call site deflection in commerce because commerce has also seen huge peaks um, in in its traffic and its usage and how do you get a richer better experience well it's down to the control of data that sits in all these various systems, but also in terms of the function that sits around the commerce capability that, if you imagine, in the COVID period had to be done and delivered very, very quickly. So we've been helping major banks and we've been making, helping major retailers and consumer organizations in making sure that the consumer gets that real richer experience. So the 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 um, the business um, really benefits from this, but more importantly, the consumer benefits from from it uh, largely as well. Very very well said there, Gavin. Um, and, and I also understand that one of your personal passions is exploring the role of technology in breaking down barriers for neurodiverse and disabled people. Now, how important is this technology when we bring these groups into the conversation? Yeah, it's incredibly important. And and thank you for, for picking on that. Quite a few people say, you know, why the role in UiPath? What really drives you and motivates you? And uh, I'm someone who's very passionate about people. And I'm somebody who's very passionate about not only if they're a consumer, they have a great experience, having worked in what we call CX for many years in previous organizations, but also for employees in terms of giving uh, time back. And if you actually take um, those that are in some way disadvantaged or disabled, then actually using technology can be a really difficult experience for them. But more importantly, and actually more coincidentally, it's something where actually employment is really, really hard. There are statistics given out by an organization here in the UK called Scope that actually you are, you are twice as likely to not be able to find employment by having some type of disability than those that are able-bodied. And I personally feel really passionate about wanting to help those people. And we as an organization have been doing a number of things to help. I'll give you a great example. There's an organization called Silverpond that have worked with UiPath in helping people with both speech and hearing um, disabilities in the way that they can use sign language. So if you imagine sign language is obviously something that would be very hard to interact with using computer technology, but by using the UiPath computer vision, what it can do, it can actually take, it can understand, and it can replicate the communication of that person using sign language and use it to drive computer automations, either on an enterprise basis in employment or against their personal computer. So if you think about things like wanting just to simply, well, to many of us able-bodies, simply clear down your inbox or 
actually look at your mail and actually drive different communications through that. Our technology in cooperation with Silver Pond has been able to do that for those people. And I don't know about you, but that makes me feel really passionate that going above and beyond helping commercial organizations, we as an organization are, are doing what we call automation for good. Another example of this is actually as in, in services, there is a company or a, a partner in, in the Netherlands that we work with that has actually discovered something really good. So autistic people actually have a number of very, very wide capabilities. And by working with this organization, we've discovered these capabilities in actually doing computer programming and testing. And we've worked with an organization that actually works on bringing autistic people into employment and actually working through our testing technology in order to set it up and work with them that they can now deliver these test automation services along with this partner, which once again, I think is a really great example where UiPath as an organization and along with our partners are able to do um, automation for good. I love that. I think that's a really, really good cause to kind of like focus on, especially in the kind of modern day. Now, obviously, automation is increasingly becoming a strategic priority for the C-suite. Could you explain why? And are there any UiPath customers that you can use as an example of this? Yeah, sure. So let, let's start at the start. I think that um, technology is one of the key differentiators that many organizations both use, both look to and rely upon. And why do they do that? It's not IT for IT's sake. It's about actually transformation. How do you quickly transform your organization in quite an agile way to meet the changing environment? And the last two years have obviously been talked about not only with COVID, but much of the macro environment that we see inside the economy. And so C-suite look for answers inside um, inside technology. And actually automation has proven because of its capabilities and the way that it actually can transform existing IT estates as one of those main drivers. And actually there's been a number of reports, third party report by Forrester that engaged with a whole group of C-suite and talked about, well, what could they see as the benefits of automation and transformation? And what they discovered is over 70% of those execs were aware, they understood, and they were already engaged in IT automation programs. In fact, a cooperative study that we did with those uh, with those executives was showing that over 20% of organizations had enterprise scale automation. And if you imagine this is an industry that has only really been in growth and in development over the last five years, that's a staggering proportion of organizations that, that we're seeing. And the final one was through the Economic Intelligence Unit, which is somebody that we work with uh, hand in hand quite a lot, that actually saw that 85% of board levels are looking to invest and think about their next automation programs. And truthfully, three, four years so this was less prolific. And it's because automation is such a prolific technology, it can effectively address anywhere that information technology is in a way that obviously allows the human to go back and, uh, and really focus on the value. And if you think about phenomena like the great resignation that we're seeing and actually um, the lot of instability and change that we're seeing in the employee workforce today, then things like automation are really important because they're going to go and support um, key functions and key operations and 
obviously efficiency of organizations as they find an ever-changing and a slightly destabilized workforce that we are seeing in many countries at the moment. So I think it is super important. I think that we're seeing lots of automations being used across and considered the C-suite. In my own personal experience, we're working with most industries at the moment here in the UK, or you mentioned one major retail bank. We're working across three or four major, major global CPG companies that are challenged in areas like supply chain, which has obviously been very difficult here in the UK because of the onset of Brexit, but also globally because obviously the um, some of the challenges in manufacturing due to uh, the onset of COVID. And all these organizations are now raising this to the top agenda where truthfully, a lot of my time, when uh, when I'm out and about is spent with CEOs, CFOs, uh, CIOs, and COOs. So it's absolutely become a very uh, a mainstream conversation and topic. Yeah, I think that's a really sort of important point to make because this is something that a lot of C-level guys are looking at right now, especially in terms of like adding value to the business internally and externally. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Gavin. It was really, really great to get your insights on today's topic. Yeah, and look, thank you for hosting me, Matt. I really enjoyed it and uh, look forward to doing it again soon. Absolutely, absolutely. And, th- and thank you to everyone for listening. We hope you took a lot away from today's discussion, but for further information on what we discussed today, please head on over to uipath.com. In the meantime, please join the conversation at EM360 on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, head on over to em360tech.com.